0: Podcast with your host, Juan Ayala. I'm recording already,
1: fun. so oh, hello. I'll introduce myself, and this is a swapcast, I guess. Is going to go on everybody's channels. I don't know what the fuck this is. I just got off a three-hour podcast, <laughs> so I've been drinking, and I'm high. So welcome. I'm Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. You can find me anywhere at the Juan on Juan Podcast, and who do I have the Lovely pleasure to be speaking to you today.
2: Well, this is Andy Rouse from the Deep Share Podcast. And you can find me as well everywhere at the Deep Share or the Deep Share Podcast. And I too have done about four hours of podcasting already since 5 p.m. here on the East Coast. So I'm still rearing to go. This is the most, this is the one I've been looking forward to the most. So hell yeah.
3: Dan? um daniel Nakidan from rising from the ashes and i just got off work an hour ago so i have not been podcasting so i'm fresh <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then dr narco longo the man of the hour what's up dude? um
4: how's it going narco longo what's up, man? great to meet uh, you man. old world florida on youtube
1: the fucking celebrity dude this guy's gone viral he is a. Uh, This info agent, according to some, he's the Ah. Messiah, according to others. So it's a pleasure to have you. And today we're going to be talking about some Bach saga, Saxer saga, and our hidden history, right? our occulted history uh, that's going to be way different than the mainstream stuff. So we're here. And I know Narco wanted to say something for about 10 minutes because he had some information that is hasn't been mentioned anywhere else. So this is exclusive <laughs> information straight from, from the source about some stuff that he says groundbreaking that you say you're the only one with. What's up, bro?
4: Well, um, you know, don't let's not make the stakes that high. Uh how <laughs> about how about you guys tell me when you when you heard about the saga first and how Saxer
3: saga? It? No,
4: no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, the Bach oh. the Bach saga, sorry. I heard about it ago.
2: from Dan about a year and a half from ago. probably more now. And Dan's been talking about it for about two or th- longer, right?
4: Mm-hmm. When, when's about your birthday, 30.
2: Dan?
3: What does that matter?
4: <laughs> <'Cause>...
3: <laughs> Just when tell a him. Gemini. You're a Gemini.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah. Um, I got into the box saga probably. Two and a half years ago, if I had to guess. And, you know, I've been watching your guys' coverage of it a little, and I think you, you might even know more than I do about about it. Um, I would say I know more about the Saxer saga. I, I coined yeah. the term Saxer saga. Oh, <laughs> ah,
2: okay. It, it was never
4: referred to as that um, until I got in contact. I didn't know John then, but when I made the documentary, now I know him. And I just made another video today. It's going to have a little little bit of this info in it. Cool. Um, especially one of these graphics that I've made. And I think I'll just have to share my screen a little bit.
1: You know how to do that, right? You've already shared your screen before with me. Yeah, let's see <laughs> So yeah, check out Old World Florida on YouTube. He's got a great fucking channel. And yeah, lots he goes content. into he just released the Saxer. He he did an exclusive interview with John Saxer and he put out a whole documentary. So wow. I'm excited to watch that. And we have him here. He's a, like I say he's a local celebrity. He is he's about to start his own cult too and he's already bought the compound, so Nice. Mm-hmm. We'll be podcasting <laughs> from there too.
4: Yep. Yeah. Okay, you guys can see my screen? No, you
1: need to share it and I need to put it up on the screen. You did it last time. Should be the little screen, this computer screen with the plus sign. You click that and then it came up. It should come up in the waiting room and I'll bring it up on the screen. You see it?
4: Yeah, it's Chrome has lost permission to capture your screen.
1: Wow, bro. It's the lizard people. Can you send it? I don't want it out there.
2: Restart Chrome.
1: If you start Chrome, you have to come back in? You
2: can open two windows. Of course. So, yeah, Saxer Saga has been really intriguing over the past couple of weeks. I've been looking into some of this stuff because, uh, Dan and I did an episode as some know on, on this and the connections that we just saw at first glance with the box saga. But now that, you know, we have you here, it's, it's going to be interesting if we have more to connect it with. I mean, we're not ever trying to keep the saga as like the center of everything. We're just trying to use it and see where it goes and where it leads and it seems to be going the distance, so maybe this other part of the story can fill in a lot of the holes.
1: And he said it it was in the 80s, right, that he came up
2: with it? The Bach saga? Yeah, oh, yes, 84. or Well, I think, so I, I hear two dates from very prime sources that knew Eeyore Bach. I hear 84, and I hear 87. So I'm not sure if maybe he started to tell the story to like his very inner circle in Goa and then it started mm-hmm. to expand outward and then he kind of made something out of it in 87 maybe I I'm still looking into it
4: his uh his mom died in 84 yeah. and so okay. he got the instructions to go public with it in 84 mm-hmm. and I don't I don't think he had his first follower until 87 okay i think
2: I mean, because I know he was like telling his friends that he already had first, which was Michelle Merle and a number of others.
4: Sorry, guys.
2: Oh, no worries, man.
1: You want to?
2: Worst case, you could send it to Juan or me or whatever, and yeah. you know, Dan in the email. We could maybe figure it out. Yeah, because I okay. can bring it up.
1: When are you going to come out with your yeah, saga, me... Narco Longo? When are you coming up with yours? To share with your followers, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like the first one in line. Hang with on,
4: I'm, I'm too focused. It's
1: the fucking first follower ever, dude of the of the the narco native. Juan, know. what's
4: your number? Do you have an iPhone?
1: No, dude. I have no. an Android. I don't do iPhone. Dude, that's, that's
4: gay. <laughs>
1: uh, come on dude this guy who has a, a one of the biggest youtube channels on youtube and he can't even share a screen
4: yes. okay i'm gonna email you mm-hmm. what's your email again
1: the 101 podcast at gmail.com and don't send me dick pics Or else I'll release Narcolongo's email and you can send him dick pics.
4: (laughs) Okay, let's see if I can do this.
1: I believe in you, bro. Did you send it? Yeah. Wait, They're what state are you in, Andy? Are you on the East Coast or West Coast, bro?
2: I'm East Coast. What?
1: I thought you yeah. were in in Arizona for some reason.
2: No man, <laughs> couldn't be further away. I'm in Massachusetts.
1: Oh damn! I told, I told this dude. I'm like, well, we're the we're the East Coast versus the West Coast. We got to represent <laughs> for Florida, and you're on well, the yeah.
2: Coast. hell yeah, man. It's sent
1: all right dude let's see how good let's, Yeah. where'd you get your PhD from bro cause
4: <laughs> um yeah it's actually a, a, a doctorate in uh, paleontology
1: oh yeah <laughs> yeah All right, let's see what you sent me here bro it better not be like nudes or something
4: it might be I don't know wanna... it is the box I oh read. you sent me White. some
1: dicks dude <laughs> 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 all right which one of them all do you want me to freaking open
4: um the one that does it for you
2: The the Ooh, i like that approach the one that does it for Dick me does it for Oh, no you, here i need i need to see him
1: i'll it's show you the way. one that does it for me bro right yeah. here <laughs> hold on
4: we can just go you can just show me a picture and i can
1: all right there that's the one that does it for me right there
4: okay so yeah right there so yeah the
3: cat fertility
4: the the cat these were found in marco island near marco island on the west southwest coast of florida so gulf of mexico And, and basically part of my theory which is not covered in the box saga is that these vikings the finnish people the original Vikings who did do not have their own Norse mythology. They have a very small, strange oral mythology. It's not the same as the other Vikings. That's because they are the father of of all the other Vikings, the Dan and the Sven line, you know, and this would be the original people from the North pole. So they, the Finnish people are the Phoenicians this is what this is what no one wants to admit. Mm. They're, they're the only two people that could cross the open ocean in antiquity. And they were both, you know, had the the long beards, Bach beards very often, and they had the wizard hats. So these guys had Viking boats. And every Viking boat had at least one cat. Now the cats from the North Pole are sphinxes sorry the lynx the lynxes and the sphinx mm-hmm. in egypt is not a lion it's not a mm-hmm. lion it is no, no, a, no. a bobcat lynx. it's a bobcat it's a lynx and the american mm-hmm. bobcat is virtually identical to the lynx and we have a shit ton of bobcats down here in florida now that up here too so so bobcats very often will have those seven toes too which is kind of the equivalent of these, they're kind of like bobcats or like the Cro-Magnon of cats, if if that makes sense. Uh, mm -hmm. Every other cat in the world is um, domesticated or feral. The bobcat is the original royal cat from Eden, from the center of the earth, wherever, you know, the North Pole. And those were brought to Egypt where you have, the first domestication of cats. That's not actually true. It's actually Cyprus where you have the first domestication of cats. And on Cyprus, 7,000 years ago, they have the domestication of cats. Well, that's because it was a Phoenician colony. Hmm. Cyprus was.
3: Didn't they find? I just watched this fucking cat video on Netflix last night, and they found the burial of a human with a cat that goes yeah. back to I think around eight thousand yeah. BC to ten thousand. I can't remember the actual date, but it's I remember yeah. they showed like the later dates after that.
4: It's at least seven thousand and Juan. That's in the photos that I sent you. That burial. So, no, that's the Florida Bog people who who are. <laughs> Who line up precisely around there. Is there any way to look at just like a menu?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, hold on.
1: I a mean,
4: view? I don't know. Sorry. You're doing the best you can. know. A...
3: So yeah, I was, uh I watched this cat video last night. And it was actually pretty interesting about cats. And uh yeah, some of the stuff that they talked about was the domestication of cats. And I thought it was really interesting <laughs> because most people don't think about, for a long time it seems like, Dogs and cats were like, oh, where did they come from? You know, everybody speculates, you know, dogs came from wolves and blah, blah, blah. But cats, nobody really kind of knew exactly where they came from. And I do believe that they said on there that they came from an African bobcat. It was like a, it was a small, they said they haven't changed their look in over like a, or their DNA hasn't changed in over like a thousand years or more. And so they're almost identically the same as what they are now. And uh, it, it's pretty interesting how they got domesticated. They showed pictures of them underneath the chairs in Egypt. And we're talking about how they were a sign of ro- ro- royalty. And they kept them in the houses. And they even speculated, which I thought was really fucking interesting and cool, that the reason why there was a Black Plague was because the church went around and killed off all the cats because they're associated with witches and since there was no cats left around to kill all the mice and rats, uh, there was a higher infestation uh, from those animals and it caused the <laughs> well, plague to happen. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's correct. For sure.
2: <laughs> I think you and I covered that on a Deep Chill episode.
3: Mm-hmm. Do we? That's...
2: So. You brought that up before
4: that's why there was a cat on every viking ship going out of the north pole yeah they had these royal yeah. cats yeah. to prevent mm-hmm. disease to kill the pests and
3: yeah mm-hmm. in fact that's what they a talked lot, about yeah they talked of, about they had them on a lot of the ships
4: most of the diseases that came from the old world to the new world that killed all the natives supposedly you know not that it happened exactly like that they actually came from the livestock and the rats brought over from mm-hmm. Europe, not the people. Because you didn't have, mm-hmm. this is a conspiracy theory in itself. It's always like like 50 Europeans show up to a nation of 2 million and kill a million of them with their diseases. But the 50 Europeans are, they're fine, right? Mm-hmm. They're okay. So it is because it's a livestock. They're bringing their livestock over. It wipes out their population. If it was the other way, if they brought alpacas back with them, which they may have, but not to the extent you get the idea. So that um, cat right there, people say it's a, a cougar because it might have a long tail going up the spine of its back. You can't see its, its tail in that picture, but it's clearly a some type of domesticated cat. Um, cougars don't act like that. Uh, domesticated cats act like that Mm. um so basically that is evidence of that alone is evidence of some type of um importation of cats introduction of cats to south florida way way ahead of schedule basically Mm. whereas they Weren't introduced at that point, and we know that because all of the Maya, the Aztec, all of those kingdoms had no domestic cats. They had a shit ton of like jungle cats, but no domestic cats. Um,
2: when so was that? This found?
4: That sorry, it was found I think like 200 years ago. Oh jeez, um, 150 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe uh, you know 1900. I'm not sure. But I think they date it like 2,000 years ago.
2: Of course. But
4: anything they date down here in Florida is way off, even way off from how bad dating normally is. Hmm. And (laughs) so we could start with uh, the Florida bog people. Yeah. The guy with the red hair. Okay. So we all know the Atlanteans. The descriptions of the Sea people, the Atlanteans, the Phoenicians, they all had red hair or blondish hair. They had this Rh negative gene that preserves uh, recessive genes, whereas positive blood and dominant genes override everything. And orange, this is why orange hair has never uh, gone extinct. They always tell us it's going to go extinct. Well, orange hair is most common in two people the Irish and the Scottish and the Celtic in general and the Jewish Jewish people, Ashkenazi Jewish people Mm -hmm. um, and Vikings and just Nordic people in general as well. But basically RH negative blood is goes hand in hand with orange hair. And these people that were the some of the earliest inhabitants of Florida who had European or Eurasian, they don't like to call it European, but it's definitely Eurasian DNA. They were, they looked like this. They're depicted as having strawberry blonde hair. And that pretty much only comes from the North pole.
2: Mm.
4: So these earliest inhabitants of Florida, the 7,000 year old Windover bog people and Manitoba key Site, bog people. That one was in the ocean, so you know that it's at least seven thousand years old, yeah. because the ice age. You know, this the sea levels had to had to raise for that mm-hmm. to be under underwater today. So yeah, oh, yeah. so that's some God. evidence right there that we had Vikings in Florida, and remember. Everyone the church doesn't like is a Viking or a barbarian or a... Barbar, so, yeah. Right. So right there you have European people Devils. Right around the end of the last ice age here in Florida. And when the Europeans got here, the colonial Europeans got here in the 1500s, 1600s, they even called the Timucua people and some of the people they saw between here and South Carolina... They they called Picts, huh. like the like the Picts of, yeah,
5: of the north,
4: and they they
3: were tattooed.
4: They were tattooed. They had yeah. blue, they had a blue yeah. tattoos, and here's a big kicker: the blue tattoo ink that so many of My these ancients ancient the Mayan used. It comes from from one spot primarily. That's the Atlanta. west the west coast of florida which is oh. the the blood of the horseshoe crabs that are oh. on the west oh. west coast of florida so that oh. that was getting that was a very valuable commodity that was getting transported out of florida the maya were in florida too so we'll give them some credit yeah miami comes from maya
2: mhm so. yeah i mean have you followed like the i don't know if it's you know, solid or not, but the Amaruka idea that America, that's where the name came from instead of Vespucci.
4: Yeah, no. Amerigo Vespucci, I think Columbus was a real person. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people that say he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And if if he wasn't, then that's okay. The story's still the same. Mm-hmm. Amerigo Vespucci was probably fake.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying.
4: Now, America does more, is more likely to come from and more, more likely to come from Amurica because it is Moors, the land of the Moors. It was Moorish people. Hmm. Um, these are the
3: Amar- dark. Amaru. Amaru's, Amaru, yeah. the shining serpent. Right. So it's oh, all right, three. Yeah. It it Amurica,
2: be- yeah. The Mayan. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, it basically just ties plumes. it together.
4: The plumed ser- serpent. serpent is is uh, Jupiter. Now, hmm. there I said earlier hmm. that the dragon is Neptune. The sea serpent, the sea serpent, is Neptune. Okay. The thunderbird, the lightning bird, the the the, the you know the plumed serpent is Jupiter. He's the eagle. So we hmm. were t- we were touching hmm. on the war of the eagle versus the serpent people yeah and this is the two philosophies on how the controllers decide to steer humanity where it's it's the being more transparent with the occult and pagan mysteries and sex and drugs and stuff like that being more open with it that's the neptune side neptune is the god of tanky the, the planet of the the subconscious the unconscious the uh these are the the more symbolic minded rulers hmm. and then you have the eagle cult the eagle faction and those are typically the the war powers like nazi germany rome so um, do you,
3: so do you think yeah. of the maya were like a hybrid of of both the the eagle and the serpent cults and that's why they're the plural so, serpents because they're like a combination of the eagle and and the serpent
4: I know that in Florida they had a a high reverence for Jupiter because we have St. Petersburg and Peter is Jupiter so St. Petersburg Mm -hmm. is Jupiter that's St. Peter St. Peter is Jupiter in the it's the, the first pope after Jesus and Jesus is also Zeus so it's jupiter is zeus same guy so peter is jupiter Mardu. then we have jupiter florida we mm-hmm. have we also have neptune florida which is neptune beach neptune beach and there's also venus florida because florida's ruled by pisces we, we went into that in the venus West. florida it's, really yeah it's a it's a gay town
1: you would know it's right it's
4: like a Okay. Yeah. I did. I did my, th- I did my th- thesis.
3: He did it there. I knew. I was, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen you on Grinder before.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, don't spread that fake news, bro. His enemies, myself. his enemies are looking for any dirt they can dig up on this man. This man is is a wanted <laughs> felon on YouTube. He puts out diss tracks, so check that out. <laughs>
4: So uh you want to, let's take a look at another photo.
1: Yep. I That's wanted cool. to bring up, did you guys see the, the, the torso of an Irish man that they found recently? A, bo- no. a bog body? No. I'm not sure if I can bring this up on. Florida? No. Is, uh... is
4: this going to be a meme?
1: No, it's not a meme. I promise. <laughs> I promise <you>. Hold <laughs> on. I'm trying to find the, the article. Though. Uh
3: Also, the reason why I was asking is because uh, that Bogman that we looked at the picture of earlier had strawberry blonde hair, and that's kind of like a combination of the bright red and the blonde to get that color. So it it seems like maybe it could have been like a hybrid of the two. And if they were uh, related before, then there was probably no reason why they weren't interbreeding together anyways, even Mm -hmm. if they had different idealisms.
4: I think the Maya... A lot of time, just like you see in Egyptian hieroglyphics, you see black people, white people, and then red people, who are who are the um, the people that are the redskins of America. Redskin is not Native American. They're a little red, but. They're not that red to be considered redskin. It's the Vikings who came out of the North Pole ten thousand years ago that had zero sun protection, zero zero resistance to the sun. So they needed to coat themselves in red ochre when they were especially coming down to Florida, where it was very hot. So and we have red ochre burials in Florida too, and the bog, the bog, the bog. Burials are those you would expect to see in North Germany, Denmark area, and, you know, Southern Scandinavia.
1: Bog. So check this out. This is, a. I thought this was recent, but it was in 2003, but I saw an article on my phone that was like, oh, look, recently found, but look, this guy stood 6'6". Yes. Yeah. So they're really tall, and allegedly he is... Where did is, they find him? This was in... On Krogan Hill, north of Daeguine, it's it's somewhere over there in in yeah Ireland. So the
4: Irish, you know, like if you know, uh, who's that Irish fighter, the tall, um, really tall one,
2: Conor McGregor. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not tall.
4: Tyson Fury. Oh,
2: Tyson Fury. Yeah.
4: He's like what six ten. He's
1: 6'8. tall. Hey.
4: Yeah. Okay, so the Irish. One segment of the, the Irish people that are descended from the Sven line are tall as shit. And <laughs> the Vikings, the Sven line, are all super, super tall. Mm. Um, the Dan line didn't get as much of those tall genetics. Yeah, the Dan, s- the Dan, Dan line was more corrupted. If you know the Bach saga, they're the war people. And the, yep. the Sven line is more of the the serpent people, the Nep- Neptunians that are more interested in the occult rights and bringing them to the public mm. and not, not hiding it all for themselves. So these are the Irish, the Welsh, the Scottish, the people that are, were subjugated by the Germans. I'm German and I'm Irish. So it's, I don't have a bias against either, <laughs> but, um, you're mayan yeah so (laughs) to to tie it back in the maya i think they were dark skinned to be honest because of Mm -hmm. the way that their their heads and uh, faces are shaped and you have the olmec not very far who are definitely um like polynesian people Mm -hmm. and yeah that's
1: really weird that they literally look not from that that area. They look very yeah. they look very Asian, right? Like friggin' mm-hmm. it's wild.
3: Yeah.
4: So here. Well, let's sorry.
3: The Native Americans are from Asia.
4: Right. They are most of the northern Native Americans are not. Native Americans as far as if we go back very far. The, the Plains Indians and like the Native Americans we think of when we think of Indian on TV like cowboys versus Indians. Those natives are Mongolian hordes. Mongolian hordes. That's why mm-hmm. they were um, they have Asian DNA. They did come across the Bering Strait but mm-hmm. they were literally like Genghis Khan type peoples. And I think the horse has always been in America. Just like just like I think the camel was always in Australia. Australia has the most camels in the world today. Oh wow. But they're not didn't didn't they
3: populate Yeah, didn't they populate Australia with a bunch of crazy animals?
4: That's what they say. But I'm (laughs) but you know, I also That sounds
2: like a psyop anyway. (laughs) I think that the trees
4: I think that the trees are or even they lie about the trees here. So I think that they'd lie about anything. So,
1: mm-hmm. so well, let's look at familiar. another. Which picture?
4: Uh, the Gulf Stream. That's another good connection to make. So mm-hmm. in the boc- yeah. in the box saga, you have basically the, the whole theory basically uh, hinges on the fact that there was this Gulf Stream that kept the Baltic uh, sea alive, the, the port of Helsinki or whatever, whatever they call it, the,
2: uh, the Gulf,
4: the Gulf, of, Finland, the Gulf yeah, of Finland, the Gulf of Finland. Finland. Yeah. So the, the Gulf of Finland was kept warm and it was thawed out through the ice age by this water that comes, where does it come from? It comes from Florida. <laughs> so basically, if i were those sea people and i was leaving the north pole at the end of an ice age i would where would i go i would be following that warm water out because that's basically probably the only route you could take at that point if it was all ice that warm water you would follow that warm water like a highway to its source mm-hmm. and if you if you're freezing You know, everyone wants to be in warm, comfortable weather. Why would they just stop at Newfoundland? Why would they just stop in Pennsylvania? Because they have those rune stones in Pennsylvania and Ohio. The rune stones that have runes, ancient runes. They know it. It's not a conspiracy theory. So they wouldn't just stop. You would keep going as the weather got nicer and nicer. And that's what they did. They came down to South Florida. And they established a pyramid building society. Now, the Florida mounds are older than most of the mounds in America. You also have the bog people that we were just talking about had the most sophisticated textile in all of the Americas for that time period, 7,000 years ago. They had textile that was thousands of years more advanced than the people they were living side by side with. Hmm. So that tells you right there someone made it from Europe to Florida. and I think it was part of this this box saga. Sounds Well it makes sense to too the
3: Oak Island, the Oak Island stuff and uh, the oak logs that were placed in there because uh, the Vikings had a strong connection to oak in the mythology mm-hmm. and then even yeah. Nova Scotia. Uh, they talk about uh, Templars being there, which I think the Templars were a part of the same line, uh, and they were kind of like a rebellion that was kind of going under mm-hmm. under the guise so they could retrieve some of the articles that were left in uh, these temples.
4: Yes. Now, you, I want to touch on Oak, because did you know that Florida, you know, I'm not just some like narcissistic Florida maniac that always tries to tie everything (laughs) back into Florida. But this is true. Florida has the oldest oak trees. Sorry, I shouldn't have said it Mm. like that. Florida has older oak trees than anywhere in Europe. Is that not
3: insane? That
1: blew my fucking mind when I first heard that. It was on one of your videos. I was
4: like oak trees. And we have a ton of two thousand year old oak trees in Florida still so
3: yeah i I think this area right here on the map that's all dotted in red where cuba is and everything and the 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 peninsula there that connects to south america i think that was all land at some point and even um florida was a a bit wider it was maybe even that whole coastline came all the way up through where that yellow line is
4: so if you watch my my current the video I just posted today, the sacks or stones. Uh, I interviewed two guys that were on the Aqua quest team that were diving, looking for Atlantis in the Bahamas with Edgar Casey's yeah. uh, foundation. And I they, they found pyramids. This is no bullshit. No, I put video in there of them researching the pyramids. They found a 300 foot cliff that had man-made openings and switchbacks etched into it. I didn't have any pictures of it. They had to sign non-dis- uh, non-disclosure waivers and stuff. Cool. But um, they found it, you know, it's all in there in the AquaQuest part of, of my documentary. But basically the, the sites that they were finding, they were finding burials and stuff like that and then we have the Windover sites that I was just talking about Um, sorry not the Windover site the same culture as the Windover site is the Manitoba Key site and that's the burial that was out in the ocean so I think it was like 700 yards off the ocean off the beach so you have at least that much of sea level rise Mm. so you know Someone um, was here. It
2: was an impact. I heard. wasn't Isn't there something about an impact taking out the Gulf of Mexico?
4: Some people say the younger driest. because yeah. well, the Gulf of Mexico is so shallow and mm-hmm. it's so um, flat. There's no like crest in the middle. There's no extreme depth that people think that it has to be a meteor crater. I don't believe mm-hmm. that. I think it's just. probably terraformed because Florida is -hmm. only two flat places in the world, with the exception of the salt salt fields and wherever it is I don't know. Bolivia, salt, the salt flats.
2: Yeah, those things are crazy.
4: With the exception of that place, there's two completely flat places in the world. Land masses. The Giza Um, Plate. Sorry.
3: Go ahead, go ahead. Finish.
4: The Giza Plateau and florida so hmm. if you were building a garden number one that they had to level the entire giza plateau in order to build the pyramids on it that's the that's what's more impressive than the pyramids themselves is that they leveled hmm. the entire plateau to have a perfectly level foundation now florida i think was terraformed the same way why does florida have so many um springs it has the highest concentration of freshwater springs in the planet mm-hmm. that's be- that's because most springs come up out of the tops of mountains and come down florida has had its mountains sawed straight off therefore you have like a limb like a cut off limb that's just oozing profusing blood like crazy that's the spring water situation in florida where you have I think it's freshly terraformed land or not, maybe not freshly, but terraformed to the point where it's completely flat on purpose because they wanted to have a garden, basically, you know, you don't, you don't want to, I think Florida is a garden. It's kind of like a, it was a recreational zone. It was more of like a, where the royalty would have vacationed just like they, they do today. And Saxer believes it to be the the main port of Atlantis and where they exported all their produce from. Hmm. So f- Florida also has some of the earliest corn um, harvesting or corn hmm. evidence of corn. And it's this one isolated town in the central, in central Florida. So that right there is, tells you a little bit that it might be to do with the box saga because and the Box saga doesn't own this information that, you know, it, it's the same, the same story of the Aryan diffusions or the, the Atlantean people, the sea people that come from somewhere else and right. change mm-hmm. society. So you have this, uh, Flor- Florida had some of the earliest agriculture in America too. And that's,
3: hey. want, so sorry, go ahead. No, I'm all. That's all. Uh, hey, Juan, go back to that map real quick again, uh, because uh, you were talking earlier about the, those big stones that were found in Florida with a hole in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was watching a Atlantis video, the the Disney one with a uh, um, Simcha Jacob and uh they're talking about um see the like the pillars of hercules right there at spain and africa and then there's another little tip that comes out right there that place was called donia and they found a bunch of uh, those same type of big uh big rocks with holes in them like that and they were using them for anchors for the boats Mm -hmm. and um and so it's almost like the same exact stone. So when I saw Saxer Saga, I was like, oh, that looks just like those stones that they were uh, talking about in that video. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been kind of following like Tribe of Dan and stuff around uh, because I've been noticing Dan and, and Dawn mm-hmm. and fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, that's what kind of got me connected into the, the Box Saga in the first place was because when Dan came up in there, I was like, what the fuck? No way. Like, here we go again. And so Doña Doña connects uh, into that tribe of Dan stuff. And then the whole uh, left side of Spain uh, in the Atlantic was all called uh, Celtabaria, where all the Celts and barbarians went. And I think the Vikings even went to Greenland at some point. So going down to uh, Nova Scotia area wasn't too far from, like, the tips of Greenland. Mm-hmm. either so it's it, it all seems pretty plausible to me
4: mm-hmm. yeah and we we uh you know we have a lot more to a lot more convergence points that we're that we're gonna um be talking about but you're absolutely right you are um they were in nova scotia nova scotia means new scotland so you know all right newfoundland yeah. Newfoundland means, you know, the land we just found. But, <laughs> yeah. And they had those runes in Pennsylvania and Ohio, runestones. And can I, uh could we look at another picture, Juan, please? So let's look at part of this whole thing is that what were they moving out to do? If you could click on like the, one of the pyramid ones, any anyone this is the mississippi mound mound culture right because in america mm. you're only allowed to call them mounds if you yeah. say if you say if you utter the word pyramid <laughs> in america you're a laughingstock. it's ridiculous oh yeah um that is not inaccurate that is completely what was going on in the mississippi river area and the ohio river valley area now back to to tie back into the phoenicians the biggest evidence for the phoenicians in america is the fact that all of the copper and tin from mostly copper from the ohio and mississippi river areas is missing from the archaeological record they don't have all the, they know that there were these ancient copper mines. There was a ton of them, but all the coppers missing. They don't have all the copper artifacts, but many of those copper artifacts, this like very well done, um, well crafted, crafted with finesse, and fit. Finesse is where finish is where the word finesse comes from. Finesse just like to polish something is Polish, right? Um, And there's a couple others, but this craftsmanship and you have the Clovis, Clovis head uh, spear technology, bifacial tool, tool technology in Florida. Very, very long ago, but this pyramid culture was almost identical in many ways, to the Maya culture. Um, As far as how they orientated their pyramids, they uh, copied the same Maya layout, basically. And we also have mammiform tetrapod pottery in Florida, which only comes from the Maya, or mostly comes from the Maya. Mm -hmm. So the Maya were definitely contacted by these Atlantean, you know, 12 tribes, the 10 tribes, the 10 brothers, whatever story you want to look at it from, that that went out from the center of the earth and went to the capital cities of the Ringlands. And I believe Florida, if not just the whole Caribbean area, to be one of these hubs where they went. And Mm -hmm. I think think that was a, a primary hub. I do believe I agree with John Saxer that it was the belly button of the planet. If if Helsinki's the head, then Florida is the belly button. That's what I believe. Hmm. Because it had some of the tallest trees in the world. It has the most fresh water, spring fresh spring water. It has the ability to grow tropical fruit and traditional agriculture, grains and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. just a very unique place and it, it seems very artificial i love it i love florida but it's very artificial even today everything's landscaped and it seems like it was always meant to be landscaped it's just mm-hmm. so hot and mucky that it seems like it's in a state of disrepair rather than i think it was like the babylonian gardens where Humans were very involved in the ecosystem here, where we were cleaning stuff up, we were irrig- irrigating, and we were, uh, you know, monitoring everything. And mm-hmm. we just don't, we just don't know how to do that today. So what, so what you're left with is a mosquito-infested swamp, which right. it's not, which it's not as bad as people think. Think like when you don't about... clean out
1: your pool right for a really long time, it turns green. Exactly.
4: <laughs>
3: it's, it's stagnant, stagnant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, want, I wanted to ask a question about this picture because uh, it looks like the sides of pyramids there, on the sides of them they're actually growing crops or something or it right. looks like some type of... Like, I guess like sod. Yes, the sod you get
1: here in Florida, uh, bro.
3: Yeah,
4: Florida's the biggest it's producer it's of grass. sod. Because mm-hmm. it, it's so fertile. The ground is so fertile here. They don't know what it is because the soil quality is actually pretty low but you can grow anything you want here it does have very rich soil as well but so let's
1: so it's like a botanical garden right it's like like what they do with the 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 rainforest right they Mm -hmm. it's like an out of control botanical garden they're like hey nobody can ever live here nobody could ever live here and they're tearing it down they're coming across entire complexes Oh, what what did that mean? Oh, that there was people there, but you just said that nobody could ever survive there. So they're finding these. It's like an out of control botanical garden. That's mm-hmm. it's wild.
4: Like like you said, you quoted. I think you said it that one of the first expeditioners went through Florida and said humans can't live here. Like only God, it's God's country. Yeah, only <laughs> God can live here because it's so but whatever Wild. Let's, let's move on um if you want to click uh, on... i wanted
3: to say something about uh the the naval too uh because i i, I kind of disagree with uh um what you said and some somewhat but not really but the whole naval idea there's like these naval civilizations all over the uh, place uh i think petra is another naval place um, when we talked to Michelle Merle, I asked him what Nephilim means, because there's Nephilheim and Nephilim, and he said Nephil means naval. So I think that maybe Nephilim is uh, these different naval homes where they all went to. So you said that they're there for the gods, so possibly this is where the gods desire. Resided in these different naval homes in these different places all over the planet that were the center of these other ringlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I see.
4: You're right. You did mention in the Mediterranean or right outside of the Mediterranean, they found some stone anchors. Now yeah. they find a lot of stone anchors in the Mediterranean, and they find some out in like the Polynesian Sea, Indonesia. <clears throat> area what makes Florida significant in that um, what makes them distinct is that their anchors are until we see otherwise are the largest and the oldest in the world now that would indicate that you had the most source original well well um, well trained people that knew how to make boats that would be that would be large enough to need anchors that big Hmm. so you also have the most canoes in the world here in florida and they find those they pick those out all the time so it like um you know i think so much wonderful stuff happened in the mediterranean and i don't want to take away or claim anyone any other country's significance but i do think that as far as naval you know, naval history here on the West coast of Florida, you have the most ballast stones that large ships like that would have needed. And you have the most stone anchors and they're the the largest, unless I see somewhere else. um, As far as John and I know, and we've looked really hard, they are the largest in the world. The one that you see, you see one in, in uh, the mountains of Ararat that is even remotely as big as the ones in Florida. And that one's about as, as large as a man. I think it's eight feet tall, maybe. Maybe it's only six feet tall. But um, we have ones in Florida that are two times that size. So the, the one down from Mount Ararat is definitely where one of these ARC ships landed. Now, if, if there's only evidence of one ARC ship of this size, of this magnitude in Mount Ararat. But we have about, John thinks about 400 ships because you have 2,000 stone anchors that he's identified. That would be about 400 of these ships that are as big as that one ship that you have in Mount Ararat. So that seems to me like you have an entire fleet of those ships that you only get maybe one of in another in another country that kind of indicates to me that that ship in turkey very probably if it if it didn't come from the north pole which it probably did come from the north pole but florida was the primary port because tampa
3: Naval. is an
4: exactly uh, tampa is a natural harbor and it has a it has a External harbor, you have the east coast of Florida in Florida. In Plato's description of Atlantis, there's two things that really give it away as being Florida. You have a I think he says 1100 mile canal, I don't know if it's 1. 1.1 1 something, I don't know if it's 11,000 miles long or 1.1,000. 1. 1, oh, 1.1,000 1. 1, canal and seawall that surrounded the outward coast of atlantis Flor- florida is the only landmass in the world that has a thin stripped seawall that goes all the way around it that's the inner coastal of florida and the inner coastal used to be fresh water at one point they they added all these inlets so now it's salty it used to be much more fresh So that is your inland river that surrounds the 11,000 miles of coastline or 1.1 thousand miles of coastline. So that seems like Florida. And then Plato talks about the alternating zones of land and sea. Now that would be the east coast of Florida is the external harbor and the external, uh, Bay, so to speak. The west coast of Florida is the inland sea. The the surf is always much more calm there. It's like crystal. And this is the crystal sea that Plato said was on the inland Gulf of Atlantis. So, you know, I don't want to pit my Atlantis against the Bach sagas of Atlantis. I think they are Atlantic and that's all it was.
2: I uh if I can just bring this idea up. Um sure. I've been saying for a while now that at one point this phonetic idea of alt lant as in all land is ice was probably true, but then that word I mean, I I see a big game of telephone as part of this situation in history. Not all of it is like controlled and hidden. It, It feels like this moved from a statement to the name of a place like this was at once this phonetic name. Altlant, but eventually became Atlantis. So the Atlantis that we hear about from Solon, perhaps he is talking about the people of Florida, or something like that. Long, long, long before that, we have this Altlantis, you know. Does that jive?
4: Yes, I agree with you. Um, and I've always said it's the, it's the duty of every group, culture, person, family to make a claim that they are the first they are the original Mm -hmm. they are the source that's the first step to pride and you know Mm. being proud of of your lineage and we should all be searching for those connections in our own culture our own state Mm -hmm. and so basically
3: Uh, i I just
4: yeah that's okay
3: I had a question for you, sure. because uh, the the western side of America was known as Atzlon, and uh, mm-hmm. very similar to Atlantis. How do you why do you think that that part of America was considered Atlantis? Also,
4: it was Atlantis. In my documentary, so the
3: whole continent,
4: the whole continent was the Greater Atlantis, Atlantis Major. Mm. Because it's the Atlantic landmass that only the, I mean, only the Phoenicians and the Vikings knew it was here. The Greeks Hmm. and Romans never left the the pillars of Hercules because they did not have the knowledge of the stars. (sighs) The The Phoenicians had the knowledge of the stars. Now, the Phoenicians are not the original people either. The Finnish people are the Phoenicians are one of their colonies and that okay. is the, that's the colony that contended with the Greeks and the Romans who are the Jupiter, the Jupiterian races that uh, worship Jupiter. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with Jupiter. He's the best planet, but the Phoenicians and the sea people, <laughs> they revered Neptune and Poseidon because they didn't have any land power. Um, the Scythi, well, the Scythians, who are the Scottish, the Scuti, they're mm-hmm. also the Swedish, the Sven line. The Scythians are the cavalry. They were the cavalry, and the Phoenicians were the navy. Hmm. And these were some of the first people to smoke weed. By the way, they <laughs> they introduced weed to the ancient Americas, and they're the ones that brought cocaine and tobacco from South America. To the mummies, who did smoke tobacco and did use cocaine. That's not a conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory. You can look it up in your little MSNBC uh, Fauci bot, you know,
2: standardized
4: search, search engine. And there is cocaine and tobacco from the Americas in Egypt. So someone went across. It was probably the Phoenicians... The Phoenicians became the Moors and we have all this Moorish history in Florida too. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Phoenicians were here too. It may have just been the Phoenicians, but somebody, somebody had a shit ton of boats lined up on the West coast of Florida that all dropped their anchors in groups, in clumps of 10, 20, sometimes a hundred, all in a small little area um they're all in my my documentary not all Mm -hmm. of them but the ones that we could see and you know I always think to myself or say to myself the truth is where they don't they don't let you talk about it it's the the stuff you're not allowed to look about it's the stuff they don't give any recognition to and they don't talk about anything in reference to these Florida anchors—they're <clears throat> given zero attention. There's a couple plaques on some of them when you go up to them, but there's no uh, there's no mainstream information whatsoever. So that tells me they're very hush hush about this, and I think I know why.
1: What do they call them? Do they call them anything in particular?
4: Yeah, they call them Indian rocks. That's it. Because the <laughs> because the Indians had a reverence for these stones, especially the one that has the Adam and Eve face on it that John uh, first saw that got him started on this journey. Basically they have an Atlas and Atlas is Atlantis. He's the godfather of Atlantis. Um, and they have an Atlas and a Hesperus or an Adam, and an Eve. Adam comes from Atlas. Adam was punished with the Adam's apple, shoved down his throat by God. You know? God, Hmm. he fucked up, and God took the apple and shoved it down Adam's throat. So then we have Adam's apple. Well, Atlas is man. Adam is just man. Atlas is just man. Man put the... God put the world on, on man's shoulders. So man... As a gender has to bear the weight of the world on his shoulders, women, women bear the weight of the world in their hips. The feminine—that's where uh, girls have their power okay. in their in their hip power. But that's why Atlas was cursed to hold the world on his shoulders. If you look at men, they're top heavy, they're sh- <laughs> shoulder guys. You look at women, they're bottom heavy. So. I don't know why I was talking about that, but
2: oh, I like the <laughs> connections.
4: So let's look at another one of those. I think we should get into the Bach, the actual Bach connections. If you could just
2: like should... Bach Tower, <laughs> yeah.
4: Could you just click on the Bach Tower? That one, Juan, on, please.
2: And Juan, you said you've gone there, right?
4: Mm-hmm. We've both been there. Yeah, That's
2: great. We should go together, bro.
4: We're we're gonna go there soon and film something there. Nice. But basically, that is mostly granite. Or sorry, marble. It's mostly marble, pink marble. There's a little wow. bit of lim- limestone too, but it's mostly uh, marble and granite, I think, is the gray. I could be wrong. So that that is not Tartarian. Sorry to dis- disappoint people. <laughs> um, that's kind of why I haven't covered it so much yet. I do think that was built in 1925 to 29, whenever he built it. Mm -hmm. And because there's pictures of it being built, they're not the normal fake construction photos. I think it was built, but there was a tower there before that we have no information about. And it was made of stone blocks.
2: So how do you, how have you gotten there?
4: I have a picture of that. I didn't prepare it for this, Okay for this meeting I don't have a picture of that um but it's like a
2: depiction of a previous it's stone them, structure?
4: it's them ripping down the old stuff oh. I think it was just like a water tower or something sure. that's that's what they'll say it was but it's the highest point in peninsular Florida and I think at the time he thought it was the highest point in Florida he was told it was the highest point in Florida so he bought it and Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it's actually the second highest point in Florida now. I could be wrong. And who was he? Who did this? Yes, sorry. Excuse oh, me. Oh no, no worries. So, uh, Edward Bach with a K, B O okay. K. He is Dutch. Now, okay. I know in my gut they're related because I know how how families work, and to be that close back then they They are related, and they're also related to the Bach, like Johann Sebastian Bach with a c h and yeah. we know, yeah,
2: we were wondering that as well,
4: yes, uh, they have some of that royal blood in them, too. Bach was a genius, his kids were all geniuses, and <laughs> you know they have finesse, if you have some of this old Finnish blood, the elven blood. Yeah. This is where I finish I don't know if you guys have you guys watched my um Hell on Earth, my um
2: No, I can't wait. It's
4: my my first video that, that did really well was actually about the box saga. Oh great.
2: And wow. I it's funny too because like I s have scoured the internet. I mean and maybe you're just that shadow band uh, or something. Um,
1: um, disinfo disinfo not shadow base
4: <laughs> but uh the bach saga basically i i forget why i was bringing that up but Sorry, um off. <laughs> no it's okay so here we have the bach tower it is huge it's unlike anything else in florida this was built for a purpose this was not just some retired guy that wanted to build a cute little garden for his friends and community that's what we're told edward bach is considered one of the most influential men yeah that's a thank you that's a good picture to to rest on for a little so that's the tower from afar and he basically set out to build a garden of eden and he tried to design his garden like the garden of eden he had a tower I don't think there was a tower in Eden, but he built that tower. And that little picture you see right there, that uh, hammered etching into metal. I think it's copper or bronze. I don't know. But that picture is basically Eden. That is, he has all of the images of Genesis, the scenes of Genesis printed onto the tower. So he's pretty much... He's either obsessed with the Garden of Eden or he's trying to tell people it's the Garden of Eden. Mm. And this this is only 60 miles from Tampa Bay. So wow. you could drive there in an hour from where uh, John is talking about a lot of his stuff going on with the Garden of Eden. Then you have E.E. Mm. E. Calloway, the Christian um, pastor and writer, or I think it's that he's a lawyer. Uh, he wrote a book about bristol florida near tallahassee being the garden of eden because it's where noah built his ark so you have all the ark stones in florida which are definitely anchors of ancient giant stones some people say they're balloon anchors like more more stones to more because if you're mooring something you're anchoring it hmm. Um, that it's a mooring stone for airships. That's not a bad theory, but I think they were underwater. There's a lot of evidence of them being underwater. So you have the most arc stones, arc anchors, and then you have the gopher wood that is that only grows in this one area of Florida on the West Coast. That was almost definitely the wood that Noah built the ark out of. And that was the basis for this other guy's story. Saxer has nothing to do with that guy, his own independent research, his own findings, and ha- had no knowledge of that guy until I asked him about E.E. E. Calloway. He didn't know, or he a- actually he saw it in the video I made, but blah, blah, blah. So you have two different people arriving at the same, you know, I don't think I've ever heard of someone saying Pennsylvania is the garden of Vietnam. I don't think I've ever heard someone say Virginia is the Garden of Eden, right? right. But basically,
3: Jackson, Missouri, really? Oh, really? Right.
2: That's a weird one. i never heard. I want
1: to point out the guy that did this engraving, <laughs> Samuel Yellen. He is uh he's he was a master, an American master blacksmith and metal designer, and he went to this. Right here I saw oh, nice Yellen received awards from Art institution of Chicago, the American Institute of Architects, the Architectural League of New York, and the Bach Civic Award from the city of Penn uh Philadelphia. Oh wow. 1925. The Bach mm-hmm. Civic Award. And obviously he did the these are all his works. And he nice. did the Boxing Tower in Lake Wales he did a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff but well, he's a wow. interesting cat
2: buck buck buck
4: so if we look at and i think you i think you said it andy earlier like bog saga yeah like the bog, like the bog people
2: mm-hmm.
4: that's a that's a good connection to uh, yeah the, it could be bog phonetic. Saga. everything everything's phonetics everything's um, yeah, and you can ask,
2: uh, like you've been saying, like you can go on your MSNBC or whatever, <clears throat> and look up, you know, real etymologists, and they'll tell you the same that it comes from phonetics
4: first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll get into we'll get into some more etymology at the end if, if you remind me. But <laughs> Bok Tower right here, <clears throat> basically it has Eden on it. Yeah, yeah, that's my whole thing. Florida's the Garden of Eden. You don't really have to believe that or not. But what is very important, can you go to the one that shows um, the picture of, can you scroll down a little? I think there's more than that.
1: That's all I got, dude.
4: That's all you
2: got? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, let me send you one. It's probably there's two without. Yeah, something here.
4: Okay, yeah, they were were in my iCloud, so they didn't.
1: Pop
3: over to you. Uh, let me see here. No. Uh, but yeah, it, interesting bog uh, because it's like swampy or uh, watery area. And berg or borg. Uh, yeah. Borg is like castle, and berg is uh, mm-hmm. like something that sticks up or like a burr, uh, like a right. thorn on a uh, rose. Uh, a spur. A spur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Good so connection. that's why, like Saint Petersburg, is mm-hmm. like uh, something that sticks up from the ground. So. Right,
4: there are no bergs, so why is there a berg in Florida? Because berg <laughs> berg can mean mountain. It can also yeah, mean like city. A... It can also just be a stone. Mm-hmm. So it might be a symbolic stone, but here I'm going to send you, and th-
1: and this is. What materials this door? This door is wild. It looks
4: gold. Looks like gold. Yeah. It's called bronze repous. Repous. Oh, Whoa, How do
2: you dude.
1: Call it? How
4: do you
2: say that? I forget.
1: But
0: I'm
2: yeah, here. Well, I'm gonna, it I'm some gonna... super close up photos when you go there again, man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm about to like jump on yeah, the each little. One of those. I'm gonna jump over the <laughs> moat and go into the little island that the because the. The tower itself is all like there's a moat around it, so you can't. Oh get, no, shit! You can't yeah. really see that. You can't, wow. yeah. So you can't see it in the pictures, but look at this: is water's a moat, oh. and it's a koi pond. So I'd have to literally jump. I mean, I'll take the risk. I'll jump on, take a few <laughs> close-up pictures, and then just get kicked out. <laughs> just
2: Ride a koi
3: fish. So they, they don't let you get up to the tower. You can't nope. go inside of that no. or anything. The, or and
4: at- the only um, reason I have that. The only reason I have that illustration is because I have the book <clears throat> that was written by Edward Bach. We had, we sell it in the store. Mm. Um, so I took that picture right there.
2: Could the tower be, well, no, cause this is the, this is Eden. Look at the mo- I mean, I was kind of wondering if maybe I, I've often wondered if the, mm. a lot of these kind of things poking out of the ground, these constructions are, Somehow reminiscent of that magnetic mountain idea in mm-hmm. the north with like hyperborea. It is.
4: It is. Mm. This would be. It's phallic like
2: I... a lot of times too, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's double meaning.
4: So you're right. Helsinki is the center. I've always mm. agreed with that. Although I always will agree with that. Helsinki, hell was the center point, the north.
2: Right. Point. And all the other ringlands were to pay homage to the all father's mm-hmm. land, right? Or something like yeah. that. That's according to Bogsak as well.
4: So, I think Florida probably would have been one of the first ringlands capital cities that they checked in on mm-hmm. very 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 early on after the ice age. And that's what it looks like because the burials, they always date they date the agriculture, the burials and the domesticated animals mm-hmm. all all to that ten and seven thousand years ago
2: timeline. It, So the connection from this Florida area to Helsinki would almost make more sense talking about the first period in the box saga as Paradiset, like Paradise Time mm-hmm. where all these ringlands were totally connected and all that. Not physically, not geographically, but you know seafaring that everyone was together under this one system after the ice age it's interesting because of how long this process would have taken to reestablish everything and maybe to what you're saying i don't know that the saga the box saga talks about um helsinki thriving again Do, do they thrive again after the ice age i don't remember that dan do you
4: Well, I don't know if it, sorry. Well, I
2: was thinking that maybe if not, then maybe Florida or this area, this more Southern away from the ice area as far South as they could get was maybe their next, you know, prime spot, all father area. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But Dan, do you remember like after the, after everything after the ice age ended, did they they return there and use it as Udenma once again?
3: Um, I think it was established again mm-hmm. after, after that. But it wasn't for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime. I do recall, I think, that they said that they did let some people were able to go outside of the wall. But it was very few, yeah, they had between. like they, they had you had to get permission to leave from hmm. from the ice wall they had so they to... they were able to go out before the ice wall came down, okay, but
2: go ahead, yeah,
4: they had to break away. Those are like the Dan and the Sven, the two breakaway who okay, yeah. who, who didn't want to sit around during the Atlantis period because mm-hmm. okay. the, the, the 10 brothers went out and established the 10 tropical kingdoms. But then you mm-hmm. had the, the leftovers and, you know, these weren't the same people before the flood. So I think they were expecting this, this hierarchy to like hold up forever mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't think I don't think they understand, and I'm not trying to like patro- patronize them, but I don't think they understood the astrological ages, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, Eeyore Bach and his family. This is would probably be a good time to to talk about that. Eor Bach and his family, I believe, originate from the age of Capricorn. So okay. we're in the age of Aquarius now. the next age, 2000 years from now is going to be Capricorn. So that would mean Bach family. If I had to guess a lot of these events they're describing was 22,000 years ago. Now you can throw that timeline right out the window. It doesn't really matter, (laughs) But, but basically Eeyore Bach Bach means goat, right? Bach means yeah. goat in Dutch and Swedish, the root, Finnish. And the box, oh fuck, I forgot what I was <laughs> um,
2: About the goat symbolism? He represents the goat.
4: Right, Capricorn. so Eeyore Bach. I believe that the royal families of antiquity had a crest, an animal right like a family animal family like game of thrones the stag family the dragon yes so and we know this to be true you had your coat of arms your family's coat of arms and it usually had an animal on it so the animals um you used to and my evidence for this is that in the box saga he talks about how all the boys were born on the spring equinox, how they would plan the births so that all the boys would be born at the same time. And mm-hmm. learning astrology before that, I heard Santos Binacci say five years ago that the ancient Babylonians and the Sumerian armies and stuff would have their men born in Aries to be the best fighters, the best soldiers. And their mm. archers, their archers were Sagittarius's and and so on. And the women would be born in May to be the most fertile. Now, when you look at Eeyore Bach, we know that he was born out of compulsion, where it was like he needs to get born right now, right? Mm-hmm. And he the guy basically had sex with his, his daughter in yeah. order to, to make that happen. It was the only choice. Now, Eeyore Bach is a Capricorn. His father, Knut Victor Bockstrom, was also a Capricorn. So, that tells me right there, that family bears their children in the sign of Capricorn. If you know your astrology, Capricorn is the timekeeper Mm because Capricorn, the goat, is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the oh. god of time, Chronos, chronology. So they are the timekeepers at the center of the Earth who keep all the history alive. And they had all the timelines. If you go to South America, who is the Saturnian race, because there's five planets, two luminaries, that gives you seven planets, but the five planets, right? Because the Sun and the Moon don't count. Those five planets produced the 10 tropical races. You have two African races, you have two Asian races, you have two um, American races, mm. right? So those planetary correspondences are there. Um, wow. And when he when he talks about the Dan and the Sven, if you know your astrology, the, the eagle people, the Jupiter people, and the dragon serpent people, who are the... Uh, the Neptunians, the Poseidons, the people that worship the subconscious, the unconscious mind. Um, mm-hmm. And they they tend to forego military strength and kind of just uh, dolly and just dilly dolly and just uh, play around in the gardens and take drugs. The, priest,
3: and, the high priests.
4: Kind of, yeah. It could have, right, high you're right. Priest. It could have been two different castes that got pitted against mm-hmm. each other when it's, supposed, mm. when it's supposed to be like this. It got turned like that maybe. So now you have St. Patrick kicking out the serpent. All
2: the snakes. From
4: yeah. Ireland. And that is, that is the story of the Dan line because Patrick is, is uh, my middle name is Patrick. Mm. Um, Narco Patrick Longo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Patrick is the Irish Peter Potterick, like pot- mm. like Harry Potter, mm-hmm. with his mm-hmm. light with his lightning bolt on his third eye chakra for Thursday. who is Thor Thorsday. Thursday. Wow! So that's the Thor chakra, the thor eye, and that is Jupiter's chakra. So good kings wear their crowns across their foreheads bad kings wear it on their crown chakra because they're submitting to Saturn they're snuffing their crown chakra like a yarmulke a a zucchetto is the catholic version Mm -hmm. Zucchetto, the catholic yarmulke you, you submit to Saturn when you snuff your crown chakra basically blah 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 so back to the Capricorn's you had em- emblematic am- animals of each family, and the Bach family was undoubtedly the goat. Eeyore, Capricorn, his father was a Capricorn. If Eeyore would to have a son, he would have had his son be a Capricorn as well. And I can't find a date for Victor, Knut, uh, Victor's father, but I if I had to guess, he was a Capricorn as well, because it said right there in the saga, thousands of years ago, they made sure everyone was born at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that they would still have the the means to do that, the, the willpower to do that today.
2: Well, and they also had ast- astrology. Exactly. That's part of it as well already. This is pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Now in Florida, you have some of the oldest. That's the uh, burial that Dan mentioned of the cat next to the human.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. they say it's 7,000 years old. Uh, They say Mm -hmm. that is where that's the earliest evidence of the domestication of the cat. And okay, there we go. Let's look at, let's look at that back, back to the topic. I made this graphic off of a picture out of the Bach book. It's I think the last illustration, and this is going to show you. So it's fitting that we're doing this towards the end. This is the nail in the coffin where (laughs) Bach might not have been the same exact Bach family, but he certainly arrived at a lot of the same conclusions as Eeyore Bach, and this ties more so into the Saxer Saga, but you'll see how they're related. Now, the Bach Tower claims to be Eden. He says his garden was like the Garden of Eden, right? Now, if you could, do you have the capability to zoom to zoom on these guys? If you could start top right in the photo. Let's just go clockwise from top right so in in the uh description he says how he he uh put in the old cities the cities of old now what's interesting is that there's no saint augustine in this picture which is the oldest city in america so there's no saint augustine there's no tampa there's no miami But there's Charleston, South Carolina, Palm Beach, Florida, and then Tallahassee, Florida, which, as I said before, was right next to Bristol, which is where Noah got the wood for his ark. And most of these giant old ark ships were being made from that wood. That is right next to the Apalachicola River. So that's the apple of Eden, the Appalachicola That's where you get the Appalachians. That's a native word. We're told that's mm-hmm. a, a native word, but if you know your phonetics, you know that is the same word as apple or Apollo <laughs> or Apollo. Yeah, either way, it's still significant.
2: And Appa in Box Saga mm-hmm. means the like basically the wise man, like the grandfather, I believe.
4: Yeah, yeah. you're right. Now, if we go down down to the right, please. There's Palm Beach. For some reason. Palm Beach is not that old at all. It's only like 120 years old.
2: I'm sorry, I misspoke there. I just realized it in my head. I'm thinking Oppa's, I'm thinking Oko and Aka. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Oppa,
4: I'm is Opa the uh, the big bison, flying bison from Avatar?
2: I
3: don't know. It not is. Apu, yeah. but Apu. Appa is
2: also. Okay. Something. No,
3: it's Appa. Yeah. Is it Appa or Appu? It's Appa. Appu uh, is from the Simpsons. I'm going to
1: fact check. T- <laughs> That's right. He's the fucking <laughs> Indian guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. Anyway.
4: So if we look at the dragon right there, you see I have it uh, labeled for the video that I made. And. Mm-hmm. Saxer talks about there being a dragon in eden and the dragon would be this this serpent or uh you know in florida we have alligators and there's these depictions of ancient giant alligators blah 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 it could very well could be a dragon or the basis for a dragon imagine Mm -hmm. if you um lived in the north pole you came over to Florida for a short amount of time, and you saw those things, and then you had to go back to Finland or whatever, and you only had that one experience to to base this animal off of.
1: I'm sure they were big back then, bro. <laughs> they were
4: oh, they were yeah. huge. I have a a picture of like ten Indians going up against one alligator. It was crazy, but so that's why it's labeled dragon that's not very relevant to what we're talking about but then hidden on the compass of the map you have oh, this fleur de, lis, yeah. fleur de lis now the fleur de lis is the symbol the emblem of the merovingian dynasty now the merovingian were french mostly but they're all they're frankish cuz france comes from the franks who were german but the French embraced their Roman heritage more so than their Nordic heritage. So that's why French are not so Germanic. They, they're more Roman, but the Merovingians were also uh, Rome, sorry, Germans, Goths, Alans, and the Goths are the Gotta, the Gotta, like Gottberg, mm. um, Sweden, which is uh, goth whatever. What's the name that it's Gotland. one of the, Gotland, thank Gotland, you. Gotland. Yeah. Gotland is one of these Atlantises, if I'm not mistaken, was in box saga. Yeah. They had a little uh, colony in Gotland and that was one of the Atlantises. And even, even in the box saga, I think there's three Atlantises you have, <laughs> You have the first leaving of the ice where they stopped in, um, let me look at my world map. They stopped in like Iceland or Newfoundland or one of those Arctic islands. Uh Um, And then they stopped in one of those Swedish islands and then they stopped in the British Isles. So the third Atlantis in the box saga is the British Isles. Where the fin- the Phoenicians did go,
5: hmm.
4: so there you go. Right there, the northern extent of the Phoenician empire was Britain. The southern extent, the southern extent of the Viking Empire was Britain. They went down to Rome to you know at some point and and all that stuff, but hmm. England. Wow. So <clears throat> the fleur de lis is basically all of the, uh, the Fleur de Lis is going to be more tied into the Dan line, the the tribe of Dan. Now that's because these are the people that made it all the way to um, Mesopotamia and Israel and then back again. Mm -hmm. So, so those are the um, like the Allen's. And the Allens are the Aryans because you switch the L and the R. Alien is Aryan. So, Alan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alan. And then there, there you go. That's the big secret that I, like, that I like to say. And you just touched
2: on something and, uh, that I... Go ahead, Dan.
3: Well, I was going to say in Louisiana when they do the Mardi Gras, they have a Bacchus festival and mm. do a King Bacchus.
4: Yeah. Ba- Bacchus is depicted as having... He, I don't think he's a goat, but he has two goats in front of him. I think that hmm. um, Zeus has that too, but Zeus is not the goat. So don't get those. But let's look at the flirt. Sorry.
2: I was just going to throw in the, you know, you touched on this whole switching the R and the L, the Al the alien versus Arian. And that's a thread that I've often come to is that, you know, a lot of these stories, of aliens are all about these nordic peoples mm-hmm. all the shiny ones and everything we've talked about it many times dan and i mm-hmm. and um i've been kind of digging <clears throat> excuse me into a lot of the irish and scottish mythos and stuff like that about the twa the day the nun and
5: mm-hmm. and all
2: these fairy tales and yes. talking about fair folk and i, th- I yeah. can't help but think that it's all phonetic there we're talking about white people. We're talking about the Caucasians.
4: Mm -hmm. And Caucasian is just the one group of white people that got stuck in Turkey after the last Ice Age. Mm. Armenia, Turkey area. So that's where Caucasian comes from. But the Mm -hmm. alien Aryan, to me, that is the most important key. To the whole conspiracy truth realm, yeah. Uh, I used to get be so caught up in the whole alien
2: thing. Me too. Hell yeah. You know,
4: John is a big believer in aliens, and I love John, and I agree with everything he says. I think we just have a different set of terminology, vocabulary Mm -hmm. to describe the same events. Um, I'm an astrologer, so I always defer to the astrology. Yeah. Well, well, John he was one of the original ancient alien people he knew zechariah Stitchen personally back in like oh, the, wow. the 80s and 70s and he knew eric von Donegan. he actually debated eric von Donegan at one of the first um, whoa ancient alien conferences he Ooh. was as a he was arguing debating a panel of three three other people On whether or not there was a capstone to the pyramid so he was arguing in favor of a capstone and i think the other people were arguing against there ever Mm. being a capstone Hmm. blah 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 his mother was part of the ancient astronaut
2: society work Um, well that's interesting because i mean we even in the conspiracy-minded community have you know Admiral Richard Byrd's quote unquote journal that I believe his entire family denies is even in existence. But it plays into that, especially if it's fake. It plays into this idea that for whatever reason, they're handing us a story about Aryans underground that were super tall, that had white hair, you know, blonde hair, and were this it's this inner earth thing, center of the earth, you know, it's very interesting that it's that story is handed to us and every conspiracy person and TV show owned by networks uh, is talking about that story. So it's very weird.
4: Yes. Like you said, you, you hit the nail on the head with like a golden platter, like, Hey, Nazis and aliens right here primetime history channel primetime discovery channel it's it's the most viewed thing on their channel it's the thing that they push the hardest Mm -hmm. so ancient alien is definitely a psyop right i've always said you can take the word ancient alien and swap the r and congratulations you now have the most um censored word on the planet Whereas aliens is going to be the next COVID. Oh,
5: absolutely. They're
4: preparing us for the aliens. But alien is Aryan. And all these ancient sites were created by Aryans. Not because it's the German Nazi party. (laughs) It's because the Japanese are Aryan. The Persians are Aryan. So the cradle of civilization, Persia japan who had some of the most refined ancient culture and they have the Ainu who founded their um upper class and the Ainu of japan are the anunnaki yeah and the anunnaki are the reptiles they're the samurai the the why they're depicted as lizards sometimes is because you had primitive people encountering people that probably had full suits of armor So they would call them dragons or lizards or stuff like that. So you have the samurai of Japan, and then you have the Sarmatians of Poland. Mm -hmm. And those guys wore um, armor, and they were a sword warrior class, a warrior society. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: And they are the same as the samurai. Wow. And basically at the end of world war II, sorry world war 1 or maybe it was a russian civil war a Rus- russian sino russian war i don't know at the end of one of these wars they had a polish um, polish saber saberman a Sarmatian
1: mm-hmm. go
4: go one on one with a samurai one
1: on one Pretty,
4: one on one with a with a samurai <laughs> And the, the Polish guy won and ki- and killed the samurai in a single single swoop. <sighs> so it's the same culture. You have the mm. Sarmatians and they were like the Hun, these Eurasian steppe travelers. That was the cavalry of the Finnish or Phoenician Navy. And the Phoenician or the Venetian or the Vaughan the Vonner, mm. the Vonner people, like Finland, is Va- is Vinland, yeah, um, and Venice, and Sven, Sven is the you know, the Von, the Venice people, the Phoenicians, they're the sea power people who have the sea power, and they're supposed to be a mercantile class. What happened in, in, in ancient times is the mercantile class usurped the spiritual class and the warrior class. They made a deal with the warrior class to usurp the spiritual class. So they've stolen the spiritual caste, which is supposed to be the tip of the pyramid. They've stolen it. And now the the mercantile class is holding the spiritual class hostage. So they've turned religion into a commodity and they exported that the same way they export their little, uh, cookies and toy action figures they put them on boats and ship them around the world they do the same thing with religion today Mm. so religion got usurped by the mercantile caste there should be seven castes or five castes and the third one stole the, the first one's place and that's part of why we're so screwed up today and that's my um, take on the whole what's what's wrong with the world is that you had these 10 tropical kingdoms and in the box saga, they say it's uh, Krishna in, in India that turned on the whole program and, and switched sides and started screwing everything up and had the first ego trip. Right. Mm. As, they, as they say, so. I think it, it was in Babylon that you had you had these 10 families go out from the North Pole or out from Atlantis, out from f- Florida maybe. I think they went from the North Pole, but they stopped in Florida because it was a major seaport. It's a, a yeah. nat- natural seaport. And basically from there... They established contact with the ten ancient kingdoms, the Maya, the Aztec, the Inca, the, the Dogon tribe, the Japanese, you know. They established contact. And then the one tribe, the one group that made it to Babylon, they got to Babylon. They saw how, how degraded and how awful the common people were, how much work it was going to take to reintegrate agriculture and asked astrology and all that stuff. and they just said, "Fuck it. I, we kind of we kind of like this where we, we know everything. we have all mm-hmm. all the food, we have all the language, we have all the mathematics, we have the technology. They kind of liked it like that, and this would have been the first, kind of like the invention of the lying, where they mm-hmm. went they went back on the program right started refusing their offerings and they switched to the black magic right and this, this is why you get civilization coming out of mesopotamia which we, which we know it didn't right you know it didn't come from mesopotamia you have indian history that is way older than that you have uh, nordic nordic history like runes etched on stones that are old way older than that um but yeah that's why you get babylon babylon is the the uh archetypal bad place Mm -hmm. and it's where the languages i think got mixed up as they started you had and tolkien knew all this
2: dude yeah he as soon as he translated Finnish grammar that's when he wrote his first elven language exactly
4: Exactly. Because he knows Finnish or Phoenician, and actually English. This is why Bach told his story in three languages. Yes. The root, the Finnish, and English. Uh, And actually, Finnish was the least important of the three. Because the
2: Vonner language wasn't, I believe so.
4: The Finnish, the modern Finnish, is very Asian-influenced. It loses, it loses a lot of the um, European nuance because they were taken over by the Hun. And mm-hmm. the, Hun, the Hun came through and split the northern Yurg- Yurgic people from the southern Yurgic families, language families. That's Hungarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's another thing. Why does it tie back into Florida? Juan knows this. I talk very sideways. <laughs> that's so, fine this is great so we're just kind of brushing all of these topics and that's okay
2: just but, to keep it unfortunately like i gotta i i can't go too much longer but i mean by all means you guys could keep going if i had to had to go
5: right but,
4: let me get um there was one more connection i wanted to make other than the fleur de lee being right there that's the mayor of Injun dynasty Bach is making using his signature is Merovingian signature because mm. Bach Bach was Merovingian. He's descended from those groups. I, I know he's descended from them. He's, con- did you know that he's considered Edward Bach is considered one of the most influential men in American history.
2: That's so bizarre. I've never mm-hmm. heard his name before. And,
4: and why is that? It's because uh, he, yeah. he edited oh a woman's journal, the most popular woman's like home journal. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like more Mm -hmm. people have read his, his writing than, you know, like Mark Twain or some crazy shit like that. So, but (laughs) here's a crazy connection. He was writing for the home journal, but he had all these occult circles and he knew all this stuff about, you know, Eden and astrology. He has the 12 signs of astrology etched onto his tower in a sundial.
2: Along with Genesis, that's perfect.
4: Yeah. So the sun so the sundial not only tells the hour, but it tells the zodiac sign of the of the month. So here's another good um, connection. Oh fuck. So Che Guevara, when he was taking over Cuba, started a woman's home advice radio show. <laughs> it was like the, it was like the most popular radio show in <laughs> Cuba okay what was it actually it was a method of disseminating codes and and um instructions communist like instructions to the guerrillas that were in the cities Get that
1: were hide- hiding out. from
4: people so che guevara literally was like a radio host talking or his friends were, I don't know how much he was on it himself, but he started this radio show that was like advice for women. That was what it was called. Uh, and it, w- it would be if, if like BuzzFeed is is giving out like North Korean, like uh, <laughs> ne- Manchurian candidate codes, like through their, their woman's advice. So I think Bach was doing something like that. Where Whoa. his, his woman's home journey, Oh
1: shit
4: was We should get a hold of that <laughs> He was literally teaching women about like feng shui and like take your shoes off before you go inside and stuff Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was all kind of like you have Edward Leedskown writing his books about the coral castle Well one of them is is like advice It's called A Book in Every Home and it's mm-hmm. an advice book Just like little random bits of advice People have spent hundreds of hours pouring over that and are positive. It's a, it's a code manual. Cool. So the, and he built the Coral Castle. Well, Edward Bach built the Bach Tower for no reason, literally wow. no reason whatsoever. And apparently all he did was he was the editor of some newspapers and magazines and stuff like that. I think he was a I think he was a bit more interesting of a character than that now the last connection I have I really hope I sent you
1: He was an alchemist What uh which Do you, which
4: do you see a, a picture about Lake Worth So here's the final connection
1: Which one? Lake Worth oh no it was Lake uh, Wales Oh gosh
4: Okay, hang, hang on, hang on. It's in my screenshots.
1: Just email it to me. This is really fucking fascinating, dude.
4: The yeah. last connection, which I can t- I can tell you offhand, but I want to show you proof. I don't want you to just take it from me. Mm-hmm. Um, is the fact that... Here we go. Okay. E- email incoming, Juan.
1: Oh, dude, you get it. You've read about this guy? I was literally reading a freaking book today and then we're talking about this dude. <laughs> the Dragon King.
4: Oh, who? The Merovingian guy?
1: No. Uh, Von Drakenberg. Von Drakenberg, yeah. He was friends yeah. with Tracy Twyman.
4: He's a he's a Merovingian.
1: Yeah. And the dude was so, like, poor.
4: <laughs> it wasn't that one. But uh, that guy explains about how the Merovingian line goes back to a lot of the biblical characters. But I think you should have just gotten the last one I
1: sent. Yeah, I did. I'm going to download and it. And that's
4: all all the material I have, basically. Uh, other than I see um, there's a Bach. We have a Bach school that was made by these the German Bach billionaire family, but it's B-A-K.
2: Mm-hmm. So, but the fanatics don't lie.
4: They have, yeah, they have a school of the arts here in South Florida.
2: So we're looking at but, Florida's Finnish community? So that's so. what I really
4: wanted to show you. That's the kicker. That's the nail in the coffin. Is that much as John Saxer believes the Greek come to the west coast of Florida to return to their spawning ground, which they used to live in before the flood. Because Tarpon Springs, t- very strange. Tarpon Springs has the most Greek people outside of Greece. Right. And it's the, it's the Greek capital of America. So it ha- they have the most Greek people and the highest percentage of Greek. You get the idea. It's yeah. the most Greek mm-hmm. city in, in America. Now, Lake Worth, the city that I'm in as we speak, Lake Worth, Florida which is, it is Palm Beach. Palm Beach is separated from the mainland by Lake Worth. So Lake Worth is the lake that separates Palm Beach from West Palm Beach. I'm in Lake Worth right now. Lake Worth is, as it says right there, the Finnish capital of the world outside of Finland. So the Finnish people after World War II came here By the thousands and at one point in time, it had the most Finnish people in the world outside of Finland. So today, I think it's somewhere in Europe has has like the most Finns outside of Finland, but still Lake Worth has the most Finnish. It's the most Finnish city in America. And it says right there um, another Another one that I had that I Boca. didn't send you.
3: Boca Raton.
4: That's where I was born, is Boca Raton.
2: Hmm.
3: Bok. I, I am Oh
2: hmm. yes. Yeah. Raw tone.
4: Yeah. <laughs> wow. I never thought about those, but uh, I mean, you never know.
2: It may be this. That's the problem with symbolism and etymology. It's like it could be, but it may be off. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: So that Lake Worth, Lantana, and Lantana, I believe, comes from Atlantana, Atlanta, Atlantis.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: The Lantana was a tribe, I believe, a Lantana tribe down here. But um, yeah, there you oh. go. So the Finnish people have probably been here before, in my opinion, and return to this point like salmon returning to their spawning ground subconsciously the finnish people came here to kind of check out their colony see where their ancestors were and they don't even know it (laughs) we also have a lot of hungarian people here and hungarians are the closest people to the finnish linguistically Hmm. and the only reason they're separated today is finland's up here hungary's down here the hun came through and chopped their culture in half pretty much. Right. So the owner, the owner of the store that that my brother and I um, run right now, he was Hungarian. He's still alive. He's Hungarian. And he moved here down to South Florida too. So it's not just the Finnish people. He moved to Lake Worth too. And Mm. if you walk down Lake Worth, there's Finnish stores, Finnish this, Finnish that so
2: wow that's incredible this has really tied a lot of things together i would say i looked up uh, story
3: i looked up boca raton it says the city's name comes from boca de ratones a spanish turning term meaning rat's mouth Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that appeared on early maps and referred to hidden sharp points and rocks that nod or fretted ships cables Mm-hmm. Wow! Oh, wow.
4: yeah. So, you're right. Yeah, that we were taught that growing up in school. It's actually, if you know Spanish, it's actually the mouth of the mouse because mm-hmm. ratón means mouse, and mm-hmm. the word for rat is different. If I'm not mistaken, rata.
1: Yeah,
4: R- rata. So it's the mouth oh, of the rata. mouse. To. Um, yeah. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Dr. Um, Narco Longo. I what the
2: mouse... Come yeah, on. Is the mouse a uh, constellation or anything? <laughs> no,
4: but the craziest thing about Florida, if I had to say it in 10 seconds, is the whole state is ruled by the sign of Pisces. Pisces is ruled by three planets, Jupiter, Neptune, and Venus. You would have to be astrologer. You'd have to be an astrologer to know. Florida has three cities named after planets, Jupiter, Neptune, Venus. So the ancient people back then knew it because they made all of their temple and mound and pyramid arrangements. They plotted them Mm -hmm. to the constellation Pisces. Pisces comes from Poseidon because Pisces is, um, the fish, it's the sea serpent, the whale, the sea monster. They're the last sign of the zodiac. Aries mm-hmm. is the first. Um blah blah blah. Yeah. But
1: Doctor and Oscar strikes again. One
4: more thing. Excellent. So <laughs> nar- Narco Nar, I'm a Nar, right? I, I like to Narwhal. think I like to think that I'm uh, holding up my end of being a gnar, like the nar, the narrator. What's, what's the
1: longo, bro? What's so long? <laughs> is that a dick joke when you did that? Narco longo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. We
2: are talking box. No, up. that
4: was my uh, that was my uh, government, my shill. They gave me a name of shill names to choose from, and I chose. Oh, cool.
1: <laughs>
4: Narco
3: longo,
1: <You> fucking disinfo <laughs> agent. Well, there you go. Ladies and hey, gentlemen, hey, Ron,
3: I, I heard your uh your other episode uh with uh what's her name? Carla and Carla uh, Slick dissident. And uh there there's a lot of connections there to this too. Uh the, the ten kingdoms and the three the three crowns that has to do with oh, yeah. the, the three northern three Caucasian uh, ones. Yeah, and then the ten tropical kingdoms. Interesting. Uh, or the Moorish kingdoms. <laughs> This is, episode this is nuts, man. We're broadening
2: this. We're like ripping open lost and stolen history now rather than just peeking through the curtains, mm-hmm. it feels like.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not a peeping Tom Maybe anymore. I'm
2: being too <laughs> poetic about it, but that's what it feels like.
1: Well, you can find me at the Hold On Podcast, and you guys can plug your yeah, stuff.
2: You can find me at the Deep Share on all the socials. Um, hit me up, contact at thedeepshare.com. It was really nice to meet rising you, Rising
3: from the ashes.
2: Rising from the ashes. Check it
3: out.
1: Awesome. Um,
4: yeah, thanks, guys. It was nice meeting you too. You two as well.
2: Um, Y'all have each yeah. other's
1: info. You guys can hit each other up. Yeah. And we got to do this oh. again.
2: And yeah, sure it should be fun to pick each other's brains more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks, Thanks, <laughs> sure, Juan. Man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Juan. Appreciate yeah, thanks,
3: it. Thanks,
1: Juan. I'll send all of you the file, uh, so... Oh, you. Cool.
3: Yeah, for sure.
2: All right. Take care, everybody.